let me see. So we okay, on. Okay, now we live. All right, there we on. Hold on, but wait, but wait, but wait. Hey, but he was talking about, you know, how I gotta play intro. That's why I'm gonna play the intro if we hold on. Oh, bet. Yeah, we up in here. Um, what's good, everybody? It's the boy CJ. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so um <laughs> hey, so Justin could be on here today, but you know, it's just your boy. Uh Ben was trying to teach me how to like, you know what I'm saying, like how to like work through the stream yard. Uh, and for those of y'all that don't know, normally it's Justin that like will handle all the technical things, and he just added me in. So, this is the first time, so you know what I'm saying. Um, and shout out to H Rap, um, H Rap, you know, for being here because he ain't had to be here today, he could have been out doing, you know, what I'm saying, whatever, but he, you know, what I'm saying, chose to chop it up with your boy. But, um, you know, what's good. <laughs> Hey, what's good, H Rep? Talk to me though. Shit, what's good, man? You I'm cool? Good, man. I'm good. I'm just chilling, good, man. Good, good. It's all good. Good, good, good. good, good. <laughs> like it, like it. Well, um, well, today's conversation. First off, shout out to Justin. He um he's at the Black Panther premiere. So um, you know, shout out to him doing that. Shout out to BS3 him. I'm trying to, I'm trying to like learn how to do all like the you know what I'm saying? How, how to do the joints or whatever. Let me, let me see. Okay, 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 okay. There we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah. But all right. Um. So this is a conversation <laughs> that um. You know, like that I wanted to talk about, and I felt like this was um. By the way, shout out to H Rap. Oh my bad, my bad, my bad. I'm being a bad uh host. Uh, Israel, go ahead and like introduce yourself and um like you know what I'm saying like tell everybody like you know like where they can find you with My bad, I'm sorry. With uh, <laughs> hey, good evening, everyone. Um, this, this is my like third or fourth time being on the program. I am H. Rob B, the host of the End of the Bench. Uh, I uh I host several podcasts. I'm on personal network. I talk about community empowerment. I interview people and have them tell their stories. Our producer, um, a podcast called Our Wine Diaries. He comes out on the 17th. And then me and my man, Big Mo, out of South Carolina, we are working on one called uh, Park Bench. A couple old dudes talking. And I also, every other Wednesday, I host a podcast with me and my son. And we just get a perspective from a young person and an old person about the way the ways of the world. It's relatively interesting. Hopefully you guys uh, like what you hear in your tune in. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I wanted to say real, real talk. You know, when it when it when it comes to H rapping his son, uh, the show you have on Wednesdays. Um, when I when I tell you, I literally will watch them shows while I'm either cleaning or I'm you know working out or whatever. Um, Y'all really be dropping some good knowledge. And I really like the closeness that y'all have, like real talk, because a lot of people, like they're not close with it. 
They not. Man, <laughs> 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 they ain't close to their dads. They not, you know. So, and for y'all to serious life and y'all to, um, you know, to be so close and just for y'all to have that conversation. Um, you know, yeah. Relax, bro. Take a deep breath. Uh, Take a deep breath. You got anyway, it. Anyway, yeah, got we gonna it. get <laughs> we all... it's cool. Nah, hey, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Hey, we good. Appreciate you. We good. We good. Um, you got it. You got this. Anyway, so today's top. I appreciate you. Appreciate you, age rap. You know, um, can being too tough get you killed? That's that's kind of the the. The conversation I, I wanted to roll with today, um, really just because I feel like us as a youth that we're really some, I mean, obviously, you know, this whole takeoff situation, the rapper um, that you and your son was actually talking about uh, last, like, last night. No, like yesterday. Yeah, I was talking about him yesterday. Yeah, on Wednesday. Um, yeah, 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 last night. And I truthfully feel like, um, you know, this whole, and you, and, and by the way, H-Rap, that you're more welcome to correct me or just, you know, chime in on, you know, like on any time, if you feel like something needs to be said. Uh, but so I feel like us as, and black men in particular, huh? I haven't said anything. I'm listening. You were saying something. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I haven't said anything. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Um, but so I feel like us as um black men and you know just younger black men, I feel like um that we're really dying off. That people ain't really making it to the age they're supposed to make it just due to um I feel like a lot of us believe that we're too tough. You know, um, I feel like, you know, every 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 brother's a hothead nowadays. I feel like everybody believes like they hood is the hardest. And, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like that that's getting a lot of people in situations that they uh, that they're either getting uh, killed or they getting thrown in jail just due just to some temperament. All right, are we, are we, are we good? Mm -hmm. Right, we good, we good, we good. You froze, oh, for, you froze for a couple seconds, but it's good. Finish. Reduce lag. Oh, okay. Uh, I got. I got a. I got Ben texting me, just trying to just walk me through some things. He was saying, man. Make sure you don't have nothing else open or whatever. But anyway, but just uh, anyway, you know, like, but just, yeah, I just kind of want your opinion. And I really want to see why do you feel that, you know, that us as a community, as black men, why are we so hot tempered, you know, that we're just feeling like, you know, just real, real tough and we're escalating issues that doesn't need to be escalated to the point that can either get yourself in prison or or killed. Well, I don't know if we're, I don't know if it's an extra hot headedness involved because 
part of being a young man is maturing into a, a, a maturing into that. Not many of us were, you know, where we needed to be between the ages of 14 and 25. Let's throw that out the window. This isn't new, man. I mean, I I was doing the same thing. You know, we weren't dying. We were fighting. And when when the stakes were raised, then then you get a different result, of course. So they start putting weapons in the community. You know, I don't want to know. You know, you have to ask yourself, mm-hmm. how does an eighteen-year-old, seventeen-year-old, fifteen-year-old, sixteen? How does a teenager to young adult get a rifle that's caught that costs a thousand dollars? How do so many people get their hands on that? So then that will explain why these young men are dying at, a, at an extremely high rate. How is it? How is that possible? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not talking about these, these young men. I'm not killing each other with legal firearms. I'm quite sure. And nobody's getting it. Go, go to AK, AK-47, registering in their name, and then going out on the block and killing people. Draco, killing people, things of that nature. Yeah. So I ask myself, when did it transition from a bunch of hothead yeah. young men in the late 80s, early 90s, knuckling up? To shooting each other. And remember, as you remember last night, we were talking about this. When I was saying that it's a lot of young men, I mean, uh, uh, the music that you guys listen to plays a role in this. It, it yeah. has a psychological effect on you. If all you hear is murder, death, kill, murder, death, kill, drugs, murder, death, kill, murder, death, kill, sex, murder, death, kill, murder, death, kill, money, murder, death, kill. All you know is that all you've you've been programmed into believing that's normal. When I was a young man, it was all about the knuckle game. Right, right. And, and just 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 to show you that it wasn't was what's happening right now isn't brand new. What ha- what's happening is normal. If you put a young man in a horrible situation and say, "Hey," You're in a horrible situation. Therefore, figure it out. He's going to take the easiest path. The easiest path is destroy. It's easy to destroy things. It's harder to figure things out. When I was your age, 20, well, when I was young, I was younger than you. When I was between the age of 22 and maybe 16, I had this crew here in Chicago. We we intentionally didn't gangbang, but we did gangbang. Because our crew became notorious throughout the city mm. for beating people up. We even had a slogan to say, like if me and you got into it, we all we spread it out, you know, yeah. we 35 deep in a party. Easily on a, on a bad night, it's 35 of us. Mm. And if me and you got into it, yeah, and we couldn't squash it, I would simply say, he's on me. All I do is say loud. I'm at the party, people all around me. And if you don't want to leave it alone, I, you know, hey man, just go on, go on, go on, big homie, because you're, you're taller than me. I'll be gone, big homie. Let's say you still want to be aggressive, because that's what young people, young men are aggressive. I would just say, he on me. Now, you wouldn't get jumped at that moment. But when we leave the we leave the place, well, what happened was usually you'll see me 
I'll see you. We'll walk towards each other and we can either do like this and it's over or we can stop and engage. And if you stop and engage, my crew jumped you. So the only difference is the weaponry. I'm not saying what we did was smart, right? Cool or the end thing. It was wrong, but it was just the exact same experience with weapons added now. I mean, uh, what is his name to do from Amigos? He was shot a couple weeks ago, a week ago. I got a homeboy named Big Ant shot the same way at a dice game. Big Ant is no longer with yeah. us. So these nothing is new. It's just the question you really need to ask is, when did all the hope go away? See, because I knew if I fought homeboy or we jumped homeboy, I might get jumped at some point, maybe. And then we didn't even, I didn't even consider it. I'm not even going to lie to you. But it was just, we going to have a, it's going to be a physical altercation. We both going to walk away. You might have a black eye, big lip or whatever. And then you live to see another day. I'm going to have to see this dude at a party again. Now, that's because I knew you know, I'm playing football. I knew I was going to get a degree. I knew yeah. life was going to carry on. But today's young man, it seems as if young men today, they don't think about, they don't know if they're going to be here Thanksgiving. In their minds, I ain't going to make it at Thanksgiving. I'm not going to make it to Christmas. So how is it that if I'm not going to make it to Thanksgiving, I'm making Christmas, how can I value CJ's life? I don't even value mine. So this could be why these young men are resorting to violence and destruction to uh, answer all their questions. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I also wanted to get your opinion uh, I wanted to, to see is there any well so if you remember uh, a few months back ago when we were talking about um, just the importance of like male role models and just the family dynamic uh, and you remember how I was telling you like normally when like some young niggas doing some stupid shit we just be like damn bro like who your OG you know what I'm saying? Uh, do you possibly believe the lack of guidance is another reason why I, we're, we're resorting to these types of acts versus just talking it out? I mean, of course. Uh, again, I'll give you reference in my life. This dude named Lamont. Me and Lamont we used to beef a lot. Lamont thought I was afraid of him. Lamont had, he was connected. He was connected to the streets. So I should have been afraid of him, but I wasn't. I was, you know, you know, I was a dude. People didn't really know me in this, in this portion of the community. They just knew I had, according to them, I just had two sisters and one cousin named Andre, who was younger than me. Cousin named Chris, who was younger than me. So I was potentially, you know, to the wolves, I was a target. So, you know, it was either, you know, it was just like anything in nature, it's fight or flight. 
One day Lamont actually put his hands on me. That was my thing. You can talk. You can talk all what you want. He put his hands on me. I knuckled him up. And these older cats were across the street. These older guys about my age now. I'm 52. These older cats. One older cat ran up on me because I was bigger than Lamont. I was thicker than Lamont. We about the same height, but I was, I've always been a thick dude. And I beat up Lamont. And I'm I'm wearing him out. And this older, yeah. older guy, he snatched me up off of him. Hey man, why you on this little boy? You know, some older cats his age. He said, uh-uh, leave that man, leave that boy alone. That boy hit him. He said, the boy who losing hit him. So that created a hierarchy. Like, hey, first of all, the older guy stepped in and said, Hey, you're too big to fight this guy. Even though he was incorrect, he let me know, you know, he let us know, hey, you don't mess with people who are small and weaker than you. And then the OGs that are equal to him said, no, 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 no. Don't get on the big dude. The big dude's minding his own business. He put his hands on. With that kind of guy that sets, sets a standard. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to pick on CJ because CJ younger than me. You know, it's, it's inappropriate to say it the way I'm going to say it, but I'm going to say it this way. When I was younger, we had this thing. You don't pick on girls. You don't pick, up, pick on sissies. And you don't beat up cowards. Because you don't get any cool points like that, you know. What good does it do? You pick on a look, a, a, a soft dude. You don't, you don't get any points like that. Nobody respects you now. You beating up a girl? What's the problem? You know, it was it was set. It was standards set, and those standards were set up by Jimmy Fields, Willie Green, Fred Thomas, uh, uh, this dude named Fat Jaw. Uh, um, Baby Stone, Sun Baby, all these dudes from my community, they set standards. So if you step outside of these guidelines, you're in violation. And you may have something to answer to, yeah. something or something to answer to. And it seems as if the men in our community haven't stepped up and set these guidelines for young men. So when you the first time you meet uh, an adversarial opponent, that person hits you. You feel, in my opinion, that person may feel violated. If they feel violated, what you do when you feel violated? You want to get you want to get revenge. You want to get back. You want to hurt that person or even destroy that person. It's an emotional reaction. I'm quite sure you heard uh, what me and my son were talking about having a handle on your emotions. BJ couldn't take jokes initially. BJ didn't, couldn't take pressure initially. He would, he would get riled up or he'll shut down. I have four nephews from my one sister. I start sending BJ over there. My nephews range in age 10 years younger than me, which at that time makes him an adult. And they go all the way down to two years older than BJ. Yeah. So... You know how you are around your cousins, y'all teasing each other, y'all making fun of each other, everybody laughing, everybody having a good time. You can't take the smoke. Block that. Block that. The last thing. Block it. Just tap on it then, and then it'll say block. Okay. So um, they taught BJ how to deal with it because, see, you learn from your peers as well. See, your parents can tell you the right thing to do. But the people around you will influence you. 
on what to do. You know, they'll give you an they'll give you a blueprint. It's like like you, you know, you've been in school, you ever been in class, the teacher explained something, and then you have to turn to your yeah. homeboy and say, What are you talking about? He got it and you didn't. Yeah. That's how life works as well. The people around you, you keep good people around you, you'll get good results. If you want to be a, a gangster or if you want to be a tough guy, that's the route you're going to go. But see, sooner or later, you're going to meet it. You're going to run into somebody a little tougher than you. And then what you're going to do? But nobody talks to these. We, we talk yeah. after you today. We talk. <laughs> I didn't have people doing that to me. And then I lived in a, uh, I lived in a neighborhood in which you have heard of the term. He, he's from the other side of the tracks, meaning he's from a poor environment, right? Yeah. I grew up on the tracks because when I walked out of my house, if I walk a quarter mile to the right, this, the Good Times Projects was right there, quarter mile south of me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I walk out of my apartment and go left. It was a situation to where as millionaires, I had, I used to see Harry Carey at my Walgreens. I see newscasters. I see Chicago Bears in my neighborhood, but just in the other direction. So I grew up right in the middle of that. I got the best of both worlds. So, and we, you know, we had, I had people who, who looked out. I had a couple cops look out for me. I got jumped by the cops, you know. So it's one of those things where it's a catch-22. You know, I got, you know, do I want, do I'm glad I got, am I glad I got beat up by the police? No, sir. But did it benefit yeah. me? Realize what's going on in the world? Yeah. And then, you know, you got people who in your life and they telling you what's going on. My uncles, I have tons of uncles. I got older cousins. You know, it's just somehow, some way we stop caring about the people on our team and we start caring about things. I want the Mercedes. I want the Lexus. I want the nice clothes. And we stop saying, I want CJ to be okay. So, yeah. A hierarchy. Yeah. Is yeah. Uh, Check your emotional state. Right. Right. Absolutely. I, I definitely agree. And I'm going to touch on that a little bit. I just wanted just to address this one uh comment he says when you say oh gee what you mean by that cj and uh i'll keep it a trill uh i don't know if everybody got their own iterations of they oh some people talk about parents some people talk about just people that put them on game when i say like when i look at somebody I'll be like damn bro who your og the only thing i mean i just mean who is in there in your life that is keeping you in check from you from doing some stupid ass shit that's the only thing i mean by OG, who's keeping you in check? Who's letting you know right from wrong? It don't got parents because I know some people they don't grow up with their parents to grow up with their grandma. Grandmama can be your OG, your granddaddy, you know, or whoever that's looking out for you. That's what I mean by like, man, who's your OG, dog? Because you just, you know, you doing like you doing something, you know, that ain't right. So I just want just to address that right quick. And secondly, just as you're saying, um, I sent. Uh, I sent H-Rap a video today, uh, and this was actually, this was somewhere in Chicago. I don't know where I was. So that gym, this was somewhere, you know, out there in your state. 
um, somebody got mad on on a, on, a, on a basketball game, and I don't know, I don't know how could you possibly be so mad because if you tuned in, the score was two to zero. The game just got started. It must have been something before then. Guess what? That little boy, that our boy, because man, you do. He went to his uh, backpack and he pulled out. Uh, I don't even know. He, he pulled out a weapon, and guess who was in there to stop him? It was Gia, an old head. He said, "Hey, what, 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 what you got going on? What you doing? You know?" And that brother looked at like somebody that needed guidance in his life. He ain't look like the rest of the other kids. Like, like ain't nobody gonna do that. And then you had another old head that escorted him out. He said, hey, like, come on, let me talk to you, young blood, or like whatever he was telling him, you know, whatever he was telling him. And that's why I be trying to tell people it's very important, like, in order for this to work. And when I mean this, I mean keeping the black community alive and thriving. We got to have people that's going to check us, but we also got to have people that's going to be receptive to that hearing. Um, and I'll tell you straight up, I just feel like us as just men, we just knuckleheads, you know. I feel like at a certain age, like I knew everything listening to stories of you and Howard, you probably felt like one of them. Man, I got this shit, man. I don't need nobody, like you know what I'm saying. And that what I like to call this this false sense of reality. This feeling of you can't get touched. It can never be you. Oh, I'm the biggest man. H-Rap, you a big dude. Shit, hell. H-Rap, Not that big. I box I'm a big So, you know. I'm average. I'm average size. That's okay, a big okay, okay, okay. I'm okay. Okay, 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 okay. Bet that. But you know what I'm saying? But the point is, you know, uh, when you was a, a young man, you probably felt at one point, and I just felt like that's just us as men. We just, I can't nobody tell you know what I'm saying, but you know what? That decision, and and, and this is something I wanted to kind of flip back at kind of to switch gears a little bit, but still the same topic. Um, the male ego, and this is something I always if so. I have a son, I'll tell my son this shit too, but uh I only I only have one son. Um but I was telling somebody, when I had a daughter, I would tell my daughter, I said, hey, the male ego, when a woman get mad at you, you know, she may mess with you, may, you know, you your feelings may be hurt. But man is truly upset at you. And statistically speaking, that might be your ass. Like that series might be. That can result in time, death, or some real injury type stuff. And I, and I wanted to ask you, HRAP, um, how do you feel? Well, okay, so let me, so let me, let me, let me, let me back this up right quick, right? Um, let's say Thank me you. and you, or just you and whoever gets into an argument, and, and this is what I like to call mm -hmm. like the. I uh, almost like to call this like the palatulation. Let's say we in a disagreement or something, and let's say I say, say something first. Hey, man, I'm watch where you going. Then you say, nigga, fuck you. All right, let's pause it right there, right? Mm -hmm. Either I have the option to A, turn it all the way up, 
or I can be just be, you know, or be, I can, I can, I can, I can just chill out a little bit, you know, and, and I want to know possibly why do you feel like, bro, chill out, bro. <laughs> uh, laughing at this comment right here. Um, so I was going to say, why do you think somebody or a young man why do you feel like some of the components he may be compelled instead of just letting it go to constantly keep turning it up? Well, again, it goes back to God. Maybe, man, maybe not that example, but just you know. No, no, I, no, that was a perfect example. It's a perfect example because it is. You know, uh, let's go back to you used to watch the Boondocks. You watch the Boondocks. Yeah, I still team. watch the Boondocks. Yeah, and I okay. think I know what you got the to reference to. Yeah, I moment. think I know what you get. Yeah. Nigga moment. I mean, see, as you get older, man, you realize every fight ain't, don't need to be had. And see, that's the that was the beauty in having older guys and 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 and, and being able to see the street. Like I said, I grew up with an at a, at a, at a serious advantage. West side of Chicago. I'm born on the west side of Chicago. West side of Chicago is the dangerous part of Chicago. You. You know how you hear about that's how you you know when you're from uh chicago well if you're from the west side of chicago and i'm not big up in the west side because i'm from the west side it just is what it is you're from the west side of chicago when you watch the news yeah y'all hear nothing about this y'all hear only about the south side of chicago right south side of chicago they shooting south side of chicago they yeah, crazy that's right that's what y'all always yeah. but y'all hear the dudes on the south side of chicago won't come on the west side of chicago and when you grow up in the, uh, an environment like the oh, west side of Chicago or the neighborhood that I was raised in, the, the near north side of Chicago, which is called Old Town, K-Town, Old Town, when you grow up on those two sides of town, it's a different situation. I was able to see, all right, man, I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. And then it's over. And I also saw, I've seen people, I ain't going to say his name, but I've seen a guy who said who literally said this and he was a division one college basketball player on one of the he came went to the same school Dwayne Wade went to. I have seen him say, You hit me like you found me Why like that one more time. Yep. He said, You found me like that one more time. I'm gonna shoot you. Yeah, yeah. And then he hit him again. The game went on. Let's say they were at like eight, ten. So they playing the 16. He said, after the game, I'm popping you. And he stole the ball. At, he, at 15, he stole the ball from the dude, laid the ball up with his right hand, slapped the board, hit the ground all in one motion, went down to the ground, and shot that dude. I've seen that. I've seen guys shoot at guys because his little sister threw a bucket of water on the basketball court. At, at William E. Gladstone Elementary School. I have seen, I, but I've also seen dudes who could get things done, go stall him out. I'm good. Let him go. And when you see how violent things can get and how you don't really know what you're doing right now, so I'm going to leave this alone. You understand every situation does not need to be addressed. Every time somebody say, you know what? I heard CJ a punk. You don't have to show him you're not a punk. 
And that's what a lot of young people today haven't been privy to. They haven't been privy to the walk away. The keep on talking, man. Because all you're doing is talking. Because most because of you. you know what? Uh, uh, no, I'm 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 so sorry to cut you off, H rap. But and, but, you, um, but here's another thing to that. You're right. Um. Uh, okay. Um. So somebody gets disrespected. Not only do they feel well, they feel like they get disrespected. Guess what? The other dude is still doing the talking. He's constantly belittling him. Verse. I mean, now I'm just now. I don't. You know, I'm a. I'm a. I'm a '90s baby, but I really grew up in the early 2000s. I was born '97. You know, but um, you know, nowadays, nowadays. You talk about somebody too long, you're like, yeah, 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 I want that nigga, yeah, 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 yeah. He gonna come back with something on his mind that next day. And I don't know what it is about it is now, but it's like before, you know, and then if you were somebody, you know, you squash, you say, hey, man, I was tripping, we was tripping, let's, you know, let's, you know, let's call it like how it is. Nowadays, not only, um, and 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 this is real, maybe militant, but slash, you know, because I combat sports, I, I do the whole fighting. I'm trying to get into wrestling, but I, I really do boxing. But normally, after a sparring session, I don't be like, damn, I was really getting your ass, nigga. Yeah, I was popping the shit at your ass with that jab. I was, I was hitting you. Nah, we don't, we don't, we don't never. That's not, that's not what it is. You know, we we spar after that. You knock them down, you wait for them to get up. You just show that, you know, you show that mutual sign of respect. Now, nowadays, and I feel like because of media has a lot to play in it, and these rappers, now you disrespect somebody nowadays, you know, now not only you got the best of them, now you're a man and he feels less. And when you keep that, you keep, oh man, don't do shit. You ain't going to miss that in the third. Nowadays, I'm feeling like somebody gonna really show you what's happening. So you know that's kind of where I and, and I, I had to put you off on that, but I feel like you know that's when somebody needs to talk to that dude, either whoever that's yeah. doing the stomping or you know, yeah, is doing the stomping, just say hey, say bro, hey, you already whooped his ass. Yeah, you see him say hey, you know, just you know, like that. Go ahead, Ace Rap. Yeah, yeah, you're correct. I I totally agree. Yeah, uh, we live in the world. You know what, though, man, and like you you always reference sports, which is cool, because it's a it's a way to uh, combat, uh, have combat, and then conflict resolution in this ending. You could be a boxer. You could beat a dude to sleep, and afterwards it's over. It's nothing personal. It's just, you were. This is the game we play. And the reason I bring that up is one of the reasons. I believe a lot of these young men don't have any, they don't have enough, they don't have tough skin. They don't know how to deal with pressure. It's because of this culture that we've uh, created. This, this, uh, everybody gets a trophy culture. The first time you meet disappointment, it sucks, man. Man, thank God I was a good enough athlete that every team I ever put, uh, ever, ever uh, played on, all but one. But at that time, I, I didn't even care about, I didn't care about basketball. So I I made every team and started on every team. Every team I went out for football. My first year I won defensive MVP. First year defensive MVP. 
Uh, I went out for baseball. You know, they didn't give out gold gloves, but I was the best defensive outfield in 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 the, in the league that year. And I played, you know, I hit third. So that's that's the sweet spot hitting. So I didn't really like basketball because basketball was a different situation for me. And it's a long story. But I didn't I wasn't I wasn't very good at basketball, but because I played football and baseball, I was athletic enough. Like I could trick you in the belief, even to this day. If I went on the basketball court to this day, if I had your body just could put me in your body and, and give you my my athleticism. I could trick people into playing, believing I could play basketball because I was left-handed for one, and I had bounce. So, you know, if you could dunk a basketball, people are scared. And if you could get past somebody, they, they think you better than you are. So I never had to experience it, but I lost in championships. I have lost in a championship game at the buzzer. That stinks. You go home and, and you just sitting at the house and you just it, 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 it all it's all on your mind that day is the way you lost. It's this dude named uh, uh Frank. I ain't gonna say his last name. Frank might be watching. We used to call, his nickname was Sugar Bear. Sugar Bear played offensive line. We lost the championship game in the rain. Sugar Bear didn't even have mud on him. We we teased Sugar Bear to the point he quit the team. They were calling him Sugar B, another word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a clinician or, or a psychologist, or they'll go, hey, that was wrong. He probably was traumatized from that. Sugar Bear just stopped hanging with us. Like, screw y'all. And we went on to win the next year's championship. Should we have treated Sugar Bear like that? No. But they gave Sugar Bear a life lesson. Like, I don't have to accept abuse. I could walk away. He was strong enough to walk away from us. He came back around, but he was always on the outskirts. And they taught us the perseverance of losing, getting beat down, and coming back the very next year, beating the very same team, luckily. But when everybody gets a trophy, where's that disappointment coming from, CJ? So when you get disappointed, what do you do? If me and you are kicking it, and uh, it's this picture on my page right now. Did you see that picture about two weeks ago? We said it was me and my children, and then me and two of my homeboys, and one of them was like six, seven. Yeah. That dude, I I got yeah. under his skin yeah. one day, and he just took a swing at me. So imagine being five ten and a six seven dude swing on you. How you gonna fight him? I ain't gonna lie, man. Luckily, he didn't hit me. And even more luckily, I don't have to fight that dude because I'm gonna have to take four or five blows to the face just to get to his body. But I was mentally prepared to do it. Yeah. These young people, that if he'd have connected, I'd have had to fight him. And, and, and my mentality as a young man, a fight is, once that fight is over, we can still be cool. We can still be cool. It's a fight. It's what happens. But it seems that young people today, when you hit them, or you insult if you if they feel the pain of your verbiage or they feel the pain of your physicality, you've done something to them that nobody else has done to them. So I must destroy you. So we well, took and this is another reason why I'll say you're frozen. No, no, yeah, I didn't hear what you said. You were frozen. You said yeah, it's another ahead. reason I'll say. And then you froze. No, I was just going to just. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yes, I, I was going to say, well, because you know why? Because the um, well, because social media and because and just like what you alluding to, these rappers, you know what they saying nowadays? And now they saying me personally, I wouldn't let that slide. Had he disrespected me, I would have upped the score with him. And you know what? It, exactly. Hey, you. Hey, that's what these rappers are. Hey, these rappers say, hey, you can't slap me like that in front of my woman or you can't. Or you can't do but this in the third in front of my people. But see, that's the only difference in this is this, CJ. You can't slap me in front of my woman either. But I'm gonna knuckle you up. Well, yeah, of course. Well, what they, yeah, what they just, telling yeah. these young boys what they're telling me again. This is when the mature person steps in. When you what they're telling these young men now is, if you put your hands on me, if you disrespect me, I'm gonna kill you. Now, it was it was okay. You know, look, 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 when we were kids, you get into it in the classroom, you know, you try not to fight in the classroom. We, you, I remember as early as like second and third grade, it was this. And what that meant was, I'm going to black both your eyes and bust your nose at three o'clock. When school out, it's me and you. At you walk past the dudes you got beef with. Yeah. And that let him know. He ready to fight. That when I got out there at three o'clock, I was prepared to either get beat up or beat somebody up. And if you and back then, as long as you stood strong, you can get tapped up. You can get beat up. Did you the, the, the question wasn't did you get beat up? The question was, did you fight back? So when these rappers are telling these men, these young men, this is what you need to do, that's wrong in itself. Again, how are you going to talk to somebody about making good decisions when you don't have the ability to make good decisions? Only person, dude, it was very few instances in which... Uh, uh, Okay. It was you want uh it was very few decisions <laughs> situations in which it was a very it was a rare situation where as me and see like me, let's just say you I remember you were telling a uh, story about when the seniors were picking on you. When I was a freshman, the same thing happened to me. I was yeah. uh, for whatever reason, they put me in gym with a bunch of seniors, and I'm a freshman, and I'm a little dude. I'm like five three, little dude, and I'm there with dudes who about to be who are either grown men or they about to be grown men. And you know they 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 hate me. To be grown men. Yeah, yeah. They either they seventeen, they eighteen. Right, right now, they gonna be eighteen in six months. Those are the only two people. Yeah, in my yeah. class, freshman year. I'm like. Oh, I don't know what's going on, but I had been around older guys. So when they start punching on me, what's up, little boy? What's up? What's, they testing me out. They, they uh, Can he hang? Can he take it? So I could take it, you know, because I had been around older guys and the older guys, A.T., uh, 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 Rutt, uh, 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 Jimmy Fields, you know, I 
been around those are bullshit. I've been around them dudes. They were my, they, as you say, they were my OGs in the hood. So I knew what it was like to be around older guys. They're going to test you. Yeah. See, they're going to see if they can make you cry. If you don't make you cry, then you, hey, what's up, Brian? That's it. So freshman year, I'm in it with all seniors. Little bitty dude, man. And they big. These grown men, like I said, man, these dudes, I'm 5'3", they 5'10", 6'1", 6'2". These big dudes. To me, they, and you 5'3", a 6'3", dude is a, a 6'2", dude is a gigantic dude to you. And I'm 5'3", 150 pounds. Soaking wet with a brick yeah. in my hand. You know what I'm saying? And so when I didn't cry or fold or go tell the teacher, they pulled me in. It was these dudes, they used to wear shirts and ties. They called themselves the GQ gents. And this is one cat, man. And then this, this joker was only a sophomore. He was only a year older than me. No, he was a junior. He's a couple years older than me. And he a couple years older than and younger than them. So by the middle of the year, the gents, I'm like they man now. What's up? What's up, man? What's up? How you doing? What's, what's up? And this dude didn't like that they were, they skipped over him and went right to the freshman. And he started trying to punk me. Yeah. I ain't never been scared of, you know, at this point in my life, I'm not scared. And he pushed me, and he literally pushed me down. I bounced up before I hit the ground good. I was back up, ready to go. And they say, hey, hey, slow down. What's going on, little homie? And they turned to him and said, what you messing with the homie for? Oh, man, that nigga, a freshman. They said, what, what you messing with him for? He's a freshman. You are a junior. You're an upperclassman. And they let him know, you don't, how you get some points beating up a freshman? You six feet tall. He 5'3". You 220. He 150. Why are you messing with him? And that's the part that's missing, CJ. The older dude saying, hey, man, what are you doing? You got a gun? Why you, why you can't knuckle it up with him? I can remember times where like, I'm on the football team now. I'm a captain. This dude named Will. This dude named Tracy. We used to tease Tracy. He had big eyes. We used to call him Womp Womp because we had some big eyes. Womp Womp. Will is teasing him. Tracy can't take it because Will is not in the in crowd. Will tells me. I said, man, they finna jump me. I make a call. You know, I don't make a real call. My man, Disco, he just called me. He got married Sunday. Disco calls me. I mean, I call Disco. You know, I hit Disco. Disco, go get the guys. We'll walk out the door with the football team. One one standing there with like eight of his homeboys, but the whole football team standing there with Will. And we like, what's going on? Oh, man, your man talking. Okay, we'll fight him. They was about to jump wheel, but we got there and was yeah. like, and again, CJ, I'm only five, five, five at this point. But it was a hierarchy. Yeah. It was people did wouldn't let things happen. You are not gonna, you, you know, you see somebody smacking a girl. Like, hey, yo, you smacking a girl? Hit me, hit me. Oh, man, this ain't got nothing to do with you. You got everything to do with me. Because you know if you hit Brian, you hit the football. Like, hey, hey, what's that rapper? One, You mess with one of us, you see many of us. Disrespect for one of us, you see plenty of us. 
That's real. And your generation was never taught that. This upcoming generation is only taught, oh, bang, bang, shoot them up, get high, hit the girls, have sex, treat them like trash, they hoes. No, that's all, that's all this. And so they believe it. But, mm -mm, you know, Ed OG come out with a song, Be a Father to Your Child. Love's gonna get you a narrative, a song with the narrative, you loving this money, you're gonna die. You know, it's it was so much stuff reinforced into us. You had OGs, as you call them, standing on the block. Mm -mm, no, like you know, do yourself a favor, watch this movie just, just for the heavy D scene. Heavy D, the rapper Heavy D movie called New Jersey yeah, Drive. Yeah, New Jersey Drive. They 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 still in cars, but they run through heavy D drug spot, and they blown and they they spent they got stolen cars. Heavy D said, "Uh uh, y'all not gonna do this over here. Y'all gonna go over there with that because you're not gonna blow up my spot with this madness." And they were no punks, but they didn't they didn't push back a heavy D. So the world we live in, yeah. live in, yeah, you tough. You can be tough. You can be a gang member. You can be in a tough crew. But if you, dude, I used to, I ran with a uh, two set with 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 a group of dudes who were in two different crews, warring crews. My man Sean Zillanum was was the was the stompers. Marcus Black Marcus was in uh, the enforcers. The, the the stompers and the enforcers used to fight, but they was my friends. But guess what? Get this. One time, this dude, he my man to this day, Michael Terry, couldn't take the jokes. He went and got black markets from the enforcers. Yeah. And then we finna whoop this dude. He never told him it was me. He walked up. The enforcers come in the playground. I'm sitting there, tying up my shoes or whatever. We in between basketball game. Marcus woke up. B, what's up? So chilling. What's, what's good? Man, we finna whoop somebody. So, me being full of testosterone, being a young man, I go, well, who we going to get? Man, somebody was messing with Mike. I turned to Mike. Say, Mike, who messing with you? Mike said, you. What? Everybody looking at him. You brought, you brought us up here to beat up, Brian? It's over. See, yeah. it used to be this thing called, no, nah, you got to handle that. And it was a fight. And then when the fight was over, the thing was over. My man Emmanuel Bogan fought Michael Terry. Two of my good friends. They fought. And then the way the fight was so ridiculous, telling the story about the fight was more important than the fight. Michael Terry and Emmanuel were friends to this. They was friends like three days later. Because a fight, you can live to tell a story. You can live to tell the story. But this gun thing, this gunplay, ain't no tomorrow. There's no reset button. And when I was coming up, like they glorify, they guns, drugs, women. Ain't nobody doing that, man. Like, it was dudes who was using drugs, but they was they were writing songs about anti-drugs. Now these dudes, oh, I was on lean. Well, oh, oh. No, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. So, you know, it's just it's just a situation to whereas my generation dropped the ball. See, people in my generation don't like to admit it, man. 
I tell people all the time, the people who were born between the year 1960 and 1979, we dropped the ball. We had the world handed to us. People were old enough. Our, our OGs, they were part of the civil rights movement. They were the Black Panther Party of Self-Defense. That's who my, those dudes who my, the Mau Mau's and, and, and the Black Spades and, the, and here in Chicago, the Black Stone Rangers and the, the Gangster Disciples and the L. Rookings and the Vice Lords, they fought with each other. They didn't get you. They didn't get you. And then my yeah. generation, we start believing yeah. in the American way. And I haven't talked to CJ. He ain't my son. CJ crazy. You see how he act? Like, like, remember you used to drink on air and then somebody pulls you to the side and say, hey, man, don't do that on the air. That's what maturing is about, man. Most people act like you, man. When you're 25, yeah. you, oh, you, a, you a firecracker, man. You got more energy than you know what to do with. You don't, you think you know everything and don't know nothing. And can't nobody tell you nothing. But guess what, CJ? Could nobody, 1995, you can tell me nothing either. 1994, I was full of energy too. Right. 1992, I was in them streets hard. Let me tell you, man, at one point in my life, before I had my son, before BJ, man, BJ talk about all the time. BJ saved my life. This is this is this is how my week went. I used to this is gonna start at Wednesday. Let's today is Thursday. And, and back at old school Thursday used to be called ladies night. Ladies got in free. You know why ladies got in free? Because dudes are gonna follow them in there. Ladies get in free. Of course. And then that was at this place called Cliff Leviston's Riviera nightclub. Friday, I went to this place called the Shit Rick House. Saturday, I went to this place called Heroes. Sunday, I went to this place called AKAs. Monday, I went to the Cotton Club. Tuesday, I just shot ball. Shot ball and did some stupid stuff. Wednesday, I went to this place called Dejois. And, and, and back was Thursday. It was Ladies Night, Riviera. Every day, every week. Yeah. Every week. So when people say, hey, man, these young boys stupid. Man, I saw one of my homeboys, Bo, do a line of coke on the on the uh water fountain at school you want some i got a homeboy he might come on my show soon he gonna talk about it we stood on the basketball court they did, did a beer run all us underage of course a lot of us underage of course they did a beer run everybody put some money together go get go get four go get four cases we go put a couple hundred dollars there they'll get four cases of drink it's liquor and drink my man did this. He said, yo, B, you want some? I don't, I'm not a weed smoker. Never even tried weed. I think he offered me some weed. I'm, I'm considering. I'm like, okay, this is my first time to try some weed. Okay, I'm going to try it. He did like this. He handed me a bag of heroin. Yeah. So when people, man, these dudes crazy. It wasn't, it wasn't like that. When I, Man, please. Look, CJ, man, A16, my homeboys offered me some marijuana. I was going to smoke it, but they tried to give me the after-school special energy, right? Man, you got to do it. It's going to make you cool. Like, I'm already cool. I'm on a football team. I'm the man. Luckily, I had that type of arrogance yeah. because of the people I came up with, AT and Fat Jaw and Rut and Chubby and all these dudes, right? 
next time somebody offered me some uh, drugs, that's my man Alande. He offered me heroin. The next time somebody offered me drugs, they offered me acids, hallucinogenics. So when somebody say, man, it wasn't like that back in the 80s and the 90s, you a lie. You a lie. Then they come up with this. Look, look. Show you how crazy it was, CJ. They come up with this new thing where you turn the can, aerosol can, upside down, spread in the bag. The air from the bottom of the aerosol can is it's toxic. You put it in a paper bag and inhale that. They called it huffing. Yeah. So, no, CJ, nothing has changed. The weaponry has changed. So that's why I said at the beginning of the show, where did you get the guns from? That's why the violence is there. The violence was always there, man. It's, it's, part, of, it's, it's part of growing up, man. How many times you sat in the back of the classroom, slapped somebody in the back of the head because they had a new haircut, CJ? You did that. Or either you got slapped in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only options. Right? Either you slapped or you got slapped. Yeah. So the world don't change. How did it upgrade to the violence, though? That's the question well, we need. Hey, H-Rap. No, no, no. Yeah, H-Rap. And, and two things, right? So first off, right, I'm very much so glad you brought that up between, because you said in the ages from 1960, from 1979, this was my, my parents. Like I literally said you. Hey, my Man. dad was born in 1966. My mom was, was born, born in 1970, 1972. Huh? I was born in 70. I'm including myself. Okay, you was born in 70. Yeah. Right, right, right. But you, right, but you know what's crazy? Because people, because the older people want to oh, where did we drop the ball? And mind you, the people that are dying is people in our 20s, which is our children, our parents. So it's yeah, right, right, right. So it's like, so it's like, because some of the people in your generation drop the ball, you have people and take this right. For example, like I, you know, like I told everybody, you know, my dad, you know, we, we, we didn't get start getting really cool until really, like really till I was an adult, you know, I was an adolescent when I was a teenager. Our relationship has never been, you know, it's never been like that. It's never been. But you know what? I grew up with a lot of people to where, uh, oh, well, uh, my mother is my father. Or I ain't got no dad. And then I'm like, well, damn, all these people that say, hey, you got a group of people saying they there. And we see, because Israel, guess what? I'm 25. And you pay attention to the show, what you do. I got my own kid. Shit. We, most of our people, you know, most of the people that's in, if you want to, because I know BJ is like, you said BJ 29, right? 29. 29. Okay. Uh, okay. BJ 29. I'm 25. We about four years apart. So we right. practically in the same kind of era, you know. You're right, right. You know, and you said you had a daughter that was 2025, right? Born the same year. 97. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, same year, right? Yeah, yep, 1997. I was born in 1997. One month from today. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, you know, well, the point is, is like, see, now you have people that y'all have, um, 
well, you haven't birthed, but obviously, you know, the mothers and y'all, you know, that we're here now and it's a little bit of collusion. And that's why, you know, and that's why most of the people that I grew up with, they didn't have daddies. They didn't have, you know, or, and, and it's not just daddies. They didn't have mothers either. So it's like, you you obviously go one generation up. Shit, that's my mom people. That's the the whole, you see what I'm saying? So I, I'm glad somebody finally said something because, you know, people, you know, that's in y'all, in, in that from 1960 to 1979, they act like the shit ain't never happened, but you have these group of young adults that's growing up confused, not knowing how to deal with certain things. For example, me, right? Because I didn't grow up with, you know, you know, with my father like that, you know, I've always looked to other male role models so I can see, you know, and thankfully the people in my community, it wasn't nothing bad. And you can see, you know, somebody like me, somebody that didn't grow up with a dad, you can easily attach. And, 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 and I know how we constantly talk about a female, you know, we, hey, cause you, you know, you, you know, cause you don't want your daughter to grow up you know, too fast or whatever. But it's the same with us dudes as males. So you see guys looking up to people. You're like, bro, why are you looking up? Oh, well, I'm raised by my grandparents. Or, oh, I'm raised by, which at that point, they so out of touch with what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So they don't, like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm glad somebody said, like, you know, spoke up and said, hey, you know, some, not all, but that's kind of where the ball dropped. And, and then you have people yeah, like us, you know, we try to... Most. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Most. Let's just keep it real. If the if CJ is a zip fool, it ain't just his mama's fault. Because my mama didn't just raise me. My mama raised me. My aunts raised my, my aunt on my mother's side. My aunts on my father's side. I got people who are my aunts who are not my biological aunts. CJ, let me tell you something, man. Chicago is in hundreds, right? Everything is a hundred. I grew up on the 16th. I was born on the 1600 block in the West Side. So that so Ashland is 1600. The very next street is Polina, that's 1700. I could not go from, let me see. Uh, 1200, which is what my mother lived, 1209 South Racine to 2400 without running into a relative. Literally. My Aunt Dollar B lived in the building right behind me. 1239. I lived in 1209. I go a block. Hold on, I go Racine Laughlin, Loomis, Burnham. I go to Ashland. That's my grandmother's house, my great-grandmother's. I get in the 1700 block, the Liggins family. That's my that's my daddy's family. The 1800 block, my aunt Lorraine Williams. The 2000 block, which is right around the corner, my grandmother. I can't even, I can't go nowhere without seeing people. And some of those people, then you got my Aunt Joyce, who's not my biological aunt. You got Berna, Margot, Judy, not my not my biological aunts. Levera, 
uh, uh, all these women. And then I got Fat Larry. I got my Uncle Theotis. I got my Uncle Rory. I got my Uncle Ali. I got my Uncle uh, 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 Ray, Ray Ray Pookie. Then my daddy, brother Stanley. Bruh, all those people. And then their friends are my uncles. So if they see, hey, Brian, what you doing, man? So it wasn't no, you acting crazy? No, because, man, like my Uncle Larry, God rest his soul, he created a gang. They called themselves the roguish gang. They used to, they were stealing everything that wasn't laid down. But if they saw you stealing something, it was a problem. You see what I'm saying? And then my generation, we'll yeah. say, look at, look at CJ. Look at CJ. He over there. Ain't that Deborah's son? He crazy. He, he, he know better. Oh, oh, that ain't what somebody did with you. When the thugs saw you doing wrong, they said, hey, hey, come here, man. Let me tell you. What you doing? Go, go on down there before I tell your mom. I remember this dude. He was the leader of the, uh, the Gangster Disciples. GDs for, you know, commonly known. He's leading the Gangster Disciples over there. Yeah. I remember this dude. He's on the run from the police right now. He wanted to hang out with the Gangster Disciples and the Black Gangsters. Two different gangs. Same kind of umbrella. To, it's like the uh, roll of 60s and the roll of 30s in, uh, in, in, in California, right? The leader of that gang yeah. said, hey, man, go on over there with your friends to play football. He didn't want to do it. He just refused to. And now he on the run to this day. He just begged them to be a part of it. So then I got friends on the north side. I ain't going to say his name because you know, what he did wasn't, wasn't cool. One of the it, nice, he grew up in a two-parent home. And it wasn't like he had, he had awesome parents, man. He had be in the house by nine o'clock parents. And, and he and his loyalty was misused and he got turned over to the streets. But at some point, the streets should have said, uh-uh, not you. Not you. And, and most of the people in my generation ain't saying not you. Like, hey, CJ, when, when you get on Facebook tonight, you got a lot of older friends. Pay attention. You got my phone number. I guarantee you're going to see this at some point in the next few weeks. The, the holidays ain't like it used to be. And it'll be somebody my age saying it. You know why it's crazy that they saying it? Because they want it to be the way it used to be. But what they don't realize is the people who were 50 years old was big mama them. Guess what? You're 50. You're big mama now. Oh. Yeah. 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 And when I looked at that, I was like, oh, oh, I was like, all right. I don't know what you. Go ahead. No, no. I knew, I knew yeah. it when I read it. I knew what he was talking about. Thank you, Craig. But yeah. You need oh, some okay. men. You need some men in the joint, man. The holidays ain't like it used to be. Big Mom and them used to have it lit. Well, you know what? Big Mom and them, when you was, a, when you was, if you were 50 and Big Mom and them used to have it lit when you were a kid, Big Mom and them was 50. Step up, Big Mama, Big Daddy, or whatever you call your granddaddy. But we ain't doing that, man. Yeah. See, it's easier to say, uh, CJ, you crazy, man. You need to get your act together. 
I don't know what your problem is, CJ. It's easy to say that. That's the easiest thing in the world to say. Man, CJ, I don't understand you, young brother. Who, brother, you crazy. But guess what is, you know, it's hard to do? Hey, CJ, let me holler at you, bro. Yeah. I remember you asked me about the voting thing. Well, we want to talk about the voting thing. But you don't have to walk up to your homeboys and say, why you ain't vote, man? Yeah. But you can say, what's the problem? What do you see the problem as? So how you yeah. going to fix it? And look, man, I talk to young dudes all the time. And they never give me pushback. Never. Ever. Now watch someone I'm going to act crazy next time I talk to them. <laughs> but no, I ain't going to say that. They never give me pushback, bro. Because yeah. I talk to them. I don't talk at them. Like I talk to them the same way I talk to you. Because I don't want them to go to jail. I don't want them to get shot. Yeah. Adrian, hey, so that's why, A, and and that's why we need, like, more of these right here because all we was getting is a bunch of talk to. But you got to understand the age dynamic. Just say, all your two kids you have, they grown. You got BJ 29 and the other, your daughter is 25. So at this mm -hmm. point, you know, so, so just like how you would say you're more of their advisor. And, and truthful, a lot of adults trying to talk at, 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 uh, at adults nowadays because guess what? Too late now. You know, all the, and, 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 and that's kind of, you know, I know you're on the time crunch, but you know what? What's that? I, I don't understand why is it you were trying to, huh? I got time. Talk. No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Got you. Yeah, I was just saying. I, I was just saying. You know, it, it 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 it's funny how you know because you know because like I said, just like how and this is just how to drop the ball, right? My dad was sometimes trying to talk to me like I'm a kid. I'm like, hold on. Oh, this right here is your boy. You see, you, yes. you see that? And I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a son of mom, and. Mm -hmm. He looks at me to provide for him. So, so what you, so, so, so what you should have been doing instead of talking, you know, instead of this is the authority. Hey, this is my, you know, you should be talking at me. You should, you know, no, totally. oh, definitely totally. correct somebody. Yeah, yeah. right, right, totally right. You know, See, right. Okay, CJ, but I want you to, what I want you to do is cut your dad some slack. Because as a dad, no, yeah. you'll, find, you'll, you'll find out. Your son, watch, this is what I want you to do. Do me a favor. Do me this one favor. Tonight, when your son walking through the crib, if he can walk yet, or whatever he's doing, if he's sitting on the couch, take a picture of him. Because when yeah, he's he 16 and you're yeah. nine, that's what he is. He, he, that, he your son in 2022 in your head. I don't care if your son get to be 122. He is that little boy. He can have a whole nation up under him. And he is that little boy. So it's hard for us parents to see our, our, our young adult children as young adults. Because no matter how many mistakes you make or how, how much success you have, you my boy. 
Me and BJ still struggle like that. Like, y'all see the best of me and BJ. Me and BJ beef all the time. But we beef like men, not like my son, the boy. And it took a long time to get from them. Yeah. He always in your mind, he going to be that little guy right there. I can tell you, boy, I bought you here. Yeah. So trust me, yeah. CJ, he's going to grow up. I don't care if that joker right there become the governor of the state of Texas. What you going to say? That's my boy. <laughs> the gov Think about it, man. When you see, you can see a man. I guarantee you, Herbert Walker Bush told, used to call W when he was sitting around with his homeboys. You see my boy, the president. He didn't say, the president is my son. He's a man. My boy is the president. So cut your pops some slack because it's tough, man. Look, bro, my daughter is 5'8". I'll send you the picture in my mind that she still is. So it's hard, man. Yeah. We, but what as people my age need to realize is this, CJ. This is the most important thing, that you are a man. You are a man. It's hard, bro. Look, let me tell you something. And then... We let y'all go. Some, sometimes I let you let my daughter go. Sometimes I grab her back. I remember uh what she 25, five. We can go back seven years. Exactly. She's about to be 18. It was September the yeah. year she was gonna be 18. The year she was turned 18, she came to me in uh September. She said, Dad, Ma told me to ask you. Can I get a tattoo? Because I was the bad cop and I was the bad cop parent. So I was supposed to give her the bad news. No, you can't get no tattoo. You know what I told her? I said, won't you wait to uh won't you wait to uh December? I said, won't you wait to December? Why? I said, because in December you ain't got to ask me. You'll be 18. My daughter still don't have a tattoo to this day. See, you give you give people the power. Mm. You want to get the tattoo to rebel. You ain't want the tattoo. You just want yeah. to be dead. You want to say, I want to do something. Won't you wait to December 10th and you can get whatever you want put on your body. You can get it across your forehead. And, you ain't, and all I can do is when you get home is, mm -hmm. but it's hard, man. But like you said, you made a great point. If we having these conversations, like me and BJ had a very cantankerous relationship early. And I but see the thing is, I told him, I said, hey, BJ, when you when BJ turned like 13, I said, Hey, until you about 18, you're gonna probably hate me. I said, when you get about 17, you understand. I said, when you come to senior high school, because because his birthday, he's a year behind. In Chicago, if your birthday is yeah. after the first day of school, they make you wait a year. So I said, so he's 13. Yeah. He in seventh grade. I say, until you get to about a senior, you're going to hate me. Senior year, that's when me and BJ relationship turned around. Because now he's seeing hmm, stuff he said is right. So all you can do is lay the information out there. You know, uh, when you talk, like, I don't know if you heard the, we was talking about God last night. A lot of people think that book yeah. is a joke. I want you to watch the show next week. I'm going to do this thing on monotheology, okay? 
and it's gonna help you out with that book, okay. you know. But, but the book, look, 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 they tell you, you know, the the the, the people who woke, the woke people, that that's the white man's religion. Why y'all listening to that, right? That's what they that's what you hear all the time, right? Well, let me ask you this, CJ. Yeah, why does all that stuff that the white after white man's religion that a black man originally wrote? Why does it still apply? Was it was one of the things that you hear? Train your child right, and even when he go wrong, he'll come back. CJ, yeah. man, everything in that book is a play. Look, look, you like Nas? Nas quote the yeah, Bible. On yeah. Nas um, quote the Bible on every album. Some of those lyrics that y'all think Nas is dope. It ain't Nas. That's God. So, yeah. Create the foundation, CJ. It's it's you know what it's like. It's farming. Parenting is like farming. Keep the seed. Keep the earth. Fertilize, put the seeds in it, watch the seed grow, harvest the crop. Right now, you have you've harvested yeah. the crop, and now you have to take care of it. You planted the seed. This is the crop right here. Take care of the crop, and then when the crop is harvested, when he go on about his business, he always remember. My dad talked to me. He listened to me. He was tough, but he listened. Just like me and BJ. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, and, and just to end it off and give your final thoughts, first off, I want to really appreciate you for uh, for coming and, you know, being up here, man. You know, real talk. Because uh, I always wanted a one-on-one -on -one with you, uh, you know, just because I feel like, you know, we want the same things, just how we go about it be different you know um and you're somebody like i said that considers like truthfully you and you know bj's conversation i wish i had that with my own father but we still you know we still to the point to where we not you know what i'm saying and obviously i got my own shit i got you see i got my own little you know what i'm saying that i gotta you know you know that i gotta tend to i just gotta you know uh, and, and 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 it's funny how it's my generation that's always talking about breaking the you know the generational curse, curse. you know because you know get yeah, right right you know what i'm saying because if i treated him like how i was treated he gonna grow up um just you know you know but remember this CJ. just listening to some people yeah go ahead. remember this ain't no manual yeah. to parenting You so, right. Hey, you have to right, It might be a little resentment in your heart, but understand your father did the very best he could do with what he with what he knew at that time. He might be a different dude. I used to be a hothead. I used to come in the house like a grizzly bear, Jack. I was a hothead, bro. So you see the result of hours and hours of conversation one-on-one -on -one with me and BJ. Man, next, you know what? This is what I want you to do. <coughs> when she was in the chat room, BJ will tell you. When BJ was 16, BJ 
hated me. DJ didn't even think I liked him. So y'all seeing the finished product of a rocky, you know, a, a, a rocky path. So uh -uh, don't man cut your pops some slack, man. Because he was doing the best he could do yeah. with what he knew. So cut us some slack. Yeah, man. you know, and, and right. And 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 I know uh, and I know you know and I know your boy uh King Dog. He was saying when we was talking, he said, Hey, everybody deserves grace, man. Give your dad some grace, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because you don't know. Cause you gonna need it too. Cause as as I'm a grateful father, I feel I can be shit. I'm a pretty sure I'm gonna fuck up with his ass. I fuck around saying the wrong shit, and then he, you know what I'm saying? That he probably feels some type of way about me forever. Yeah. Um, um, but you know, but truthfully, you know, and you know, and, and just to and just to kind of and just to and just to end it a little bit, you know, um, I would just say. You know, um, these conversations we need to definitely have more. Actually, last uh, last um, a couple of days ago, I just started messaging your son one on one. Yeah, he told me. Ever since we've been talking, you said what? He told me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, I I I I chop it up with him, and he real real cool dude. But we need more of these conversations. From the from from the older generation to us, so that we can have a better understanding of how to handle our emotions, how to handle when we come towards tough times, you know, because that's really important. Because it's not only resulting in death. Don't get it twisted. If I pissed off and, and, and if I shoot somebody and they give me twenty, I'm twenty five. They robbed twenty twenty. No, they didn't rob. That I they can't get back. They didn't rob you. You gave it to them. Go ahead. You got the option not to destroy somebody. Okay. 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 Well, I right. Because, you know, because, you know, we wasn't taught to handle a certain emotion, you know, due to, you know what I'm saying, that crowd. Yes, I would sir. say, because guess what? If I do, hey, if I do 20 now, he going to be 20. I missed out on pretty much the everything. majority of, of the. You, you see what I'm saying, right? Hey, yes, hey, on everything. Was, so that's you know. So I would. Let me tell you, I was running with a crew of wild dudes. Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. When I was 20, and yeah, I, I, said, I, I would just say just just end it. And I'm sorry to, I'm 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 I'm, I'm sorry to cut y'all, but I, I would just say just to you know what I'm saying like just to end this off, and then you go ahead, and then you got it. I would just say it's very important that we keep having conversations. And it's not just to you to me, it's to me, to my little brother, because my little brother is um is uh he's 19. And mm -hmm. he think he ain't gonna never get old. Mm -hmm. Five shit. Five more years, 30. It just you know, it just the cycle keeps going on. So we need to have mm -hmm. more of these conversations, and then yes. that may to straighten some things out. Go yes. ahead. It's all you. Well, you got. You got to out. It's all you. Okay, I'm gonna be real brief because we, you know, you know, the uh, the the, the uh, uh, perspective is coming on soon. Uh, what I would like yeah, to yeah. do is say that. Yeah. What I'd like to do is say this, CJ. Um, 
conversation is key, man. Communication is key. And when you communicate with people, don't listen to respond. Listen to understand. See, it's easy for me to tell you. It's easy for me to tell you, CJ, you wrong. I'm older than you. And you ain't talking. You ain't listening no more. The moment, think about this, CJ. Next time you're in a conversation with somebody, or you can even view a conversation with people, when one of them raised their voices, the other one is shutting down. So realize, man, yeah. when we as parents, it's tough to raise somebody and see them making the same mistakes that you they could potentially make the same mistake you make, make and it set you back three years. I won't, I won't see your father's going. I cannot have it. So he make the same mistake. I need him to be better than me. So he's working from an emotional standpoint. I love my son. I can't let him. I can't let him fail. And you thinking, but I want to make mistakes. No, you don't want to make mistakes. So you're right. We need to have these conversations. But I have to be willing to listen to you and hear you. Because listening and hearing, God made it so I could hear. The choice is to listen. What's up, Rocker? And you have to be able to listen and hear to hear me. And if we're not listening to each other and hear, if we're not listening to each other, we wasting the other person's time. So you are here to learn from your dad. You are here to learn from your mom and you are here to help your younger brothers. You the bridge between your parents and your brothers. And I'm me and Dalt. See, it's a reason like Reverend Dodd, James Dodd III, he was put in my life to guide me. And then I was put in on earth to guide BJ and my nephews. And they they feed the homeless and things of that nature. So they helping other people. So if you want the violence to stop, if we want the violence to stop, what we have to do is start talking to each other and not stop, keep talking at each other. If you see somebody, do, do me a favor, CJ, and anybody who's listening, who's in your age group or young, and, and, and who was born in the 90s, I want all y'all to do me a favor, even if older people, start speaking to people as you walk past them. Good afternoon. How you how you doing? Have a nice day. You ain't got to say nothing. Just good afternoon. How you doing? Hello. How you doing? Have a nice day and keep walking. Don't be scared to speak and don't speak because you're scared. That's it. Let's, if you want the community to be rebuilt, you rebuild a community by communicating. Not judging people, but by communicating. So... That's the only thing Absolutely. I got for you, man. That's all the thing I got for you, man. Thanks for having hey, me on, CJ, man. No, I appreciate it, man. I, I I appreciate it. Hey, man, you know, I really appreciate just us two just talking, and we going to have, you know what I'm saying, plenty more of us. You, uh, you know, plenty more of that. I actually, you know, um, you know, I know you and your son, you know, going to, um, you know, y'all doing a podcast together, but definitely feel free if you ever – Want me on there just because you know we all kind of talk, you know. I gladly just love just to be on there and just to listen, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. absolutely. And I appreciate no, you coming out. Yeah, you know, it ain't to listen. We need you to participate. It's never to listen, it's to participate. Anybody who on the platform with us, 
we hit you are here to add what you can add to the situation not just to hear us talk because guess what i don't care god didn't make no blank cj there's nobody out here that's worthless the dumbest the most and societally societally worthless human being in the history of the world added something to this world so with that being said Absolutely. Respected the song in about 90 seconds. Yeah. Two fingers. One word. Hit yep. that outro, bro. Yes, sir. I'm going to hit this outro and y'all be easy. And uh, I appreciate you uh, uh, coming in with your boy. Okay. Do you want to say something? You want to you wanna end it? You want to you say something? No? You don't want to say nothing? Okay. All right. All right, then we're going to holler at y'all later. Y'all tune in perspective and y'all be easy.